Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters, about however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Uh, the reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody with you eats free. Now here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show. This morning is Jake, our sponsors today, the Houston Fishing Show, the 49th. All right, weather little drizzle and stuff going on out there right now. It's uh, starting to get a little wet. But uh, right now down on the island in Galveston, it's 62 degrees and uh, light uh, drizzle down there also. They're calling for rain early, and it'll remain cloudy with showers all through the afternoon with a high of 63. And southeast winds will be 10 to 20, and that rain chance is 90%. Rainfall totals around a quarter of an inch. And then tonight, rain showers early. And cloudy and windy overnight with a low of 52. North-northeast winds will be 5 to 10, increasing to 20 to 30 miles per hour. And that rain chance tonight is 40%. And we could have higher wind gusts with that 20 to 30 mile per hour forecast. And then for tomorrow, a chance of a morning shower, cloudy and windy, high of around 55 tomorrow with north-northeast winds 20 to 30 miles per hour. So uh, wet and breezy. Kind of in northeast winds, kind of a pretty nasty, not very good weather for what we like anyway. Looking at tides for today, these are Galveston Channel tide predictions. We have two of them. We had a low occur at 3.34 a.m. at the Galveston Channel. It was a negative 0.5. Then our remaining tide today will be a high at 12.47 p.m. It is a 1.1. 6.57 a.m. at sunrise, 6.09 p.m. at sunset. And our moon phase is 40% visibility headed towards our next full moon. All right, looking at current conditions right now at Galveston Channel down there. It's 62 degrees with 61-degree water. South winds at 6 to 9. And at Eagle Point, it's 68 degrees with 62-degree water. South winds at 9 to 11. And Morgan's Point, 62 degrees with 61.5-degree water. Southeast wind, 5 to 7, barometric pressure is steady at 30 inches, or now slightly falling. All right, now that'll do it. That's our weather and tides, and let's move over to the Tri-Bay area and check in with a hammer this morning, Captain Glenn Hammond, see what he's up to. Good morning, Glenn. How are you, man? Hey, good morning, Captain Mickey. I'm doing just fine, buddy. Thanks for asking. All right, well, what's up? Well, uh, my little weather machine's giving me a goose egg this morning, so it must be a light wind out there, whatever we got. It's not a, it hadn't kick-started. Remember I told you one of the little cups got broke off. If it's in the right position, it just, yeah, just it takes super a, glue you take, a, a plastic spoon on there. <laughs> oh, I still got the cup. I, I, I might as well try to get it. Yeah, a, a Gorilla Glue. Or problem is it's taking it down, you know, and having to redo it. Yeah, well, I got it up on a, I can pull a couple of uh, uh, all threads or, you know, a couple of bolts I got running through this post, you know, and bend it down. But anyway, hey, uh, uh, no rain this morning. It shows it's supposed to be raining right now, and I'm looking at the radar coming up the coast. 
uh, it's uh, kind of dissipating right as it gets around the Dow bubble. Uh, as soon as it gets just south of Freeport, it seems like it all just kind of starts to evaporate. That's for right now. We're just not getting any right now, but I know we're supposed to somewhere throughout the day. But uh, that's all we need is more rain. Uh, we, we don't need it. We don't need it at all. Um, let's see, Captain Mickey, kind of a slow week. Uh, I did get to fish a couple of days this week to no avail, but we, uh, I did get to get out, uh, starting the week off. Let's see, uh, Monday morning, Northwest wind 35 plus, you know what the story was on that, buddy. It, it yeah. was a blow. And, um, Tuesday, our tides on count of that Northwest wind, our tides Tuesday morning were super, super low. Um, then the sun popped out and it got kind of nice. So, uh, I worked on the boat. I worked on a truck. I worked on my garden. Anything I could do to get out of the beach cabin is like, man, I've got to get out of this house and do something. So, uh, we'll, we'll come up with a project. It's not, you don't have to go very far to find your project around here. Uh, let's see. That's about it, man. Uh, I got out on Wednesday. I had this young friend of mine, Daniel, it was his birthday on uh, Valentine's Day, of all things, to have a birthday on Valentine's Day, and he wanted to go fishing, so he called me the night before, and, and I hooked him up, buddy, we uh, we went out, but uh, man, I'll tell you what, it was his first time to throw soft plastics, he had never experienced it, he's a bait guy, and uh, on, the, on about the second or third cast, he called him a nice little trout, uh, we let everything go. And it wasn't that wasn't that much of a bite anyway. I mean, it was kind of slow. The water, we had kind of brown water. Uh, I don't know what the salinity was. I checked it yesterday, and it came back up some. But anyway, uh, low salinity, I think, or weak tides or whatever it was. But anyway, we just we were throwing soft plastics and just a, a, a good way to start out, you know, for him. Uh, you know, never throwing artificial and to get that confidence level when you got to, you know, you got to throw it and throw it and throw it and get used to it and get you a little a rhythm and a, a little, you know, everybody kind of, you just got to sink into it and get, get a good feel for it. So anyway, he had a good time and uh, we didn't, we didn't even bring any keepers in. I caught a couple of really small trout and, and that was it for Wednesday anyway. Uh Yesterday, my wife and I got out, and it wasn't much better, uh, Captain Mickey. I mean, hey, we just wanted to get out of the house again and go for a boat ride, and we did it. And beautiful day on the bay. Uh, had a very weak current, very weak current, and uh, and I caught about five or six dinks, and and that was it. Uh, it just just couldn't get them going. I don't know. I went to several different places and and tried some things and. And no matter what I did, I couldn't, I couldn't put a finger on it, buddy. I, I don't know. Uh, they just were locked up somewhere or another. They just wasn't, wasn't chewing when I was out there. Now, we were out there in the middle of the day, somewhere between noon and 3 o'clock, I believe, so 3 or 4 o'clock. Mm. But, uh, nah, we couldn't find them. We couldn't find them. I just didn't find them. I was in the wrong place or they wasn't biting or, or whatever it was. But it sure was nice getting away from the cabin and and getting getting mama out and you know what I mean, getting some sunshine on us. Uh, yeah. And actually, it wasn't much sunshine. It was that low gray sky yesterday, all day long. Just a a cool east breeze, east southeast coming off the Gulf. Uh, you can't complain about the wind direction. I mean, it was it was actually okay, but it's nice and chilly down here. So she's been bundling up and wearing a jumpsuit every day. So I think we can lose that. It looks like uh, after after uh, tomorrow or the next day, after Monday, we got a warming trend, a really good warming trend, close to 80 degrees towards the end of the week next week. Um, yeah, it's going to warm up looking, nice next week. Yeah, we're looking forward to that and get a little warming trend. So, uh, oh, I don't know. I, I think uh, – I think we are going to have a, a early spring just by the looking at it, and, and I'm hoping so. And then, then they're talking about like Sunday night or Monday morning being close to freezing, and uh, and I just got my garden in. <laughs> you know, wouldn't you figure it? Oh, I was telling you the other day, you better better watch out. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. 
Uh, I got some stuff I can put over it, but uh, I don't have that much. I, I just put a few plants in so far anyway, some bell peppers and jalapenos and tomatoes. And, but anyway, oh, let's see what else is going down here. Oh, the bay camps are holding shrimp. I haven't got to look and see what the size of them are, if they're deep shrimp or, you know, if they're yeah. decent, if they're whites or browns. I haven't bought bait in a in a month or so, so uh, I'm, uh, the last time I got it was a little bitty white shrimp, you know, tiny. But anyway, there are some flags flying in the area, so there are some live bait. I'm not going right. to say how you're going to use it or where you're going to use it, but uh, you might do better with that than I did with plastic yesterday and, and the day before because uh, I threw it. I threw it till my arms about fell off, man. I, you know, got a, I didn't have that many misses. Uh, and like I said, only five or six throwbacks yesterday. So, uh, I don't know. We fished it out or we ran out of fish down here. Well, I, <laughs> I thought it was, that. I, I don't thought think you was, ran out of fish. I just think it was one of them off days. Probably. Yeah, pretty, it, it was pretty light bite. It, and, uh, you know, you may have missed them when they did bite. So no, uh, that's, that's exactly right. Buddy. It's hard to put a put a put a finger on it you know what i mean and one day you you kind of you get your marbles together and one day you your marbles are all scrambled up and mine are usually scrambled up but anyway let's see what else is going on uh our tides are still running low there's reefs still sticking out of the water everywhere you look down here so uh, yeah that means travel with caution beware uh Man, I see boats stuck every day or every other day. You see somebody getting in a bind, and you don't have to go in those little shallow bays if you don't really need to. Everybody just wants to creep into these things, and they're not really deep enough for a boat. You better know, you know, if there's a PVC pipe, there's some markers and stuff to to learn this area with, I guess, if you trust all that stuff. It seems like nowadays people just put a pipe wherever they want to so there's pipes sticking up all over the place you can't really go by that you need uh just experience and just years well don't let years. your guard down if you see one steer clear of it you never know what it oh, might yes, be yeah. oh yes sir. Cause a lot most times somebody will hit a little toe head or something and they'll they'll mark it and uh there's a lot of toe heads lots of obstruction down here but uh no fish and uh no just uh just kind of slow right now uh, we threw every color. Uh, I knew I, it wasn't a color. Like I said, I went through my whole tackle bag and you know, throwing different stuff yesterday, but and the day before that too. So it didn't really matter. Seems like the best color I've been hitting them on is a darker color, either LSU purple with the chartreuse tail, or uh, black magic in uh, Northern Sandhills, and that's um, uh, black with the chartreuse tail, the little rat tails. Sometimes when I'm working a lot of shell, I use uh, the paddle tails, and, and you know, it'll, it'll get you over that. And I'm throwing uh, an eighth-ounce jig head, and, and everybody else likes to throw quarters, it seems like, out here. And I don't know, a lot of shell and stuff, and I just don't like to, you know, throw that big old half-ounce or quarter-ounce egg sinker out there and catch a whole bunch of shell when you can float over it. With a with a paddle tail and a lightweight, you can get over a lot of the shell a lot better. Right. Just couldn't find couldn't find them, man. Couldn't get couldn't get down to where they were. Like you said, uh, I just picked the wrong time. Hey, but uh, I got a lot to look forward to this week. I got a a guy in from Wisconsin. Him and his buddy, they're gonna gonna want to go later on this week. So hopefully hopefully business will pick up. It's it's slow right now. Probably slow for everybody. I seen a I seen one guide out to the I hadn't seen him in a long, long time. He's he's been down here for years and years. And he was over in our neighborhood and so must must not be much going on in his neighborhood. No names mentioned, but uh, He was hunting. He was looking. He was hunting. Yeah, that's right. He was way over in Hammer's neighborhood. <laughs> but uh these little old shallow bays that get you in trouble and they'll get you some fish too, buddy. Uh, like Christmas Bay, you ain't gonna find six foot of water. It's four and a half to five foot deep, maybe in the middle of that son of a gun. But it sure is I good. Know, I remember you used to years ago. This time of year, man, Christmas was the place to be for big fish. You know, waiting well, over there. It is good like ones a, in there this time of year. Like a big old lake. Oh, it's got San Luis 
uh, pass pouring in from one end of it there at church at cold pass and then yeah then the other end of it you got the coming in from the freeport way so we're in a very unique position down here i love it i love it i'm not going nowhere i'm hanging right here i started thinking man where can i sell all this stuff and get to and no, I, I ain't. There's nowhere to go there. anymore. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> that's right. We're stuck. But, uh, that's All right, it. buddy. Well, hey, man, okay. if somebody wants to call you, give them a number, Glenn. You bet, buddy. i got plenty of openings in uh, 713-208-0683. Everybody have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you on Sunday, bud. All right. We'll be talking Thank to you. Captain Mickey. See yes, you now. All right, later. All right, that's Captain Glenn Hammond down in the Tri-Bay area. And if you're going fishing, don't. You know, wait till you've been to the 49th Annual Houston Fishing Show. That's going on right now. It's going to run through Sunday, the 18th, and it's all being held at the George R. Brown Convention Center. And we're talking everything for the fishermen, all the new rods, reels, lures, factory reps on hand and displaying all their fine product and new product there to answer all your questions and guides from Alaska to South America with dozens of fully rigged boats on display and ready to roll and hundreds of kayaks. They'll be having daily clinics by expert fishermen covering salt and fresh water. And don't miss out on the kids' clinics this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. Be sure and get them out. They'll have a good time, and they have tons of giveaways. These kids can go home with some pretty cool stuff. So if you love to fish or just want to learn more about fishing, don't miss the 49th Annual Houston Fishing Show. You can check it out at HoustonFishingShow.com. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 419 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run up to Fayette County and check in with Mr. Bob Green this morning. Bob, good morning. How are you, bud? Good morning. I'm fine. How are you? Couldn't be better. Well, that's a, that's a good thing. <laughs> well, it looks like we're going to have a frosty weekend. Uh, if you're looking somewhere, Sunday morning, it's showing 36. Uh, which may be a little cooler. So, but you know the water temperature has been holding around sixty-eight, uh, which is which is about right. I mean, it just depends on like we always say, it depends on which end of the lake you're on mm-hmm. to to what the water temp is. Water's water's in good shape. There's still that lack of grass, and there's some little pieces of bulrush starting to. Starting to show a little green coming up. I mean, of course, the rest of it's dead. I mean, it's 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 gone for this year. Uh, it it may pick up a little bit, but you know, it, it, it seems like it's for as many for as many boats and you know that are on the water right now every day. You'd think you'd have some reports of some some bigger fish, but I mean, it's just you know some of the the biggest fish I've heard of being caught, you know, is five, five and a half, which I'm not, that's, that's a, that's a good fish, but I'm just saying. Right. Yeah. You and, think somebody would be popping some up there near double digits, you know, this time. Yeah, at least, yeah, at least I know they are on, you know, on other lakes or kidding. I saw where Lunker was caught on Toledo Bend yesterday. So. Mm. Well, yeah, they did a, they did some kind of a survey or a shock survey, but haven't heard anything about what the results were. And uh, right. or which areas they did it in, or anything else. So uh, I guess we'll hear about that one of these days. Oh, and they also were shocking for for perch, and mm. supposedly they were going to shock these perch and take them back and and uh, test them or breed them or or whatever they do with them. Right. I'm thinking for the bluegill or you know, the bluegill. I don't think it was the red ear. So, uh, uh, waiting here and see what that's all about. But you know, it's 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 odd. It's been a hit and miss. You may you may go out there one day and 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 get on them, and you go out the next day and you're trying to figure out where did the bait go. Uh, and there, it's just not a a lot of bait that's in the shallows right now, mm-hmm. and. 
and you know some fish are coming from shallow but most of what we've done and most of what uh, a lot of other people have done has still still Carolina rigs and drop shot and the Ned rigs and, and uh, Texas rig in any, anywhere from 12 to shoot 20 foot of water. So, hey, right now you may catch one in a foot and a half water. You may catch this, your majority of them in 12 to 15, 20. So, have your have your crankbait in one hand or on one rod, and have your Texas rig and Carolina rig on the other rods, and and just get after it. You know, it, usually they shallow bites a little earlier or later in the afternoon, anyway. Right. Uh, anyway, that's kind of what's going on. My my oh, and uh, maybe brush hog has has worked as long along with the. Uh, uh, green pumpkin, watermelon red, stuff like that, as far as colors mm-hmm. to be working. But my deer hadn't came back. It's been what I think I, I don't know if I sent you or told yeah, you that axis, that axis buck. Yeah. But you know, everybody keeps saying it's a psycho deer. That's so an axis all day long, man. You <laughs> send me the picture of it. I mean, yeah, I know it. And, uh, that's, that's what I've been hearing. Oh, no, no, are not real this. chocolate brown, you know, and their horns are different. Oh, man. You know, they go up like that and everything, but uh, they won't get as big as that one. That, that That's definitely an axis you sent me. Mm-hmm. You know, with a good well, hide stayed. on it. And it's, you know, with all the spots and everything, they make a beautiful <laughs> hide, you know, have them tanned. Well, I've, I've talked to just about everybody in the area about you know, everybody was talking about shooting. I said, well, maybe let's just let it, you know, see if it'll, we can ad- adopt it and let it run around, you know, here. Somebody's so. probably already got that in their freezer. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's why. Belleville getting freezing process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he's getting made to some good summer sausage or something. Yeah, somebody's or processed steaks. that one already. I promise yeah. you, if he's coming up to feeders like that. Yeah. Guarantee there's a redneck up there somewhere that just rolled that that booger. No, jumping up and down. Mm. Yeah, he he stayed in the goat pasture. I guess nearly two hours, one afternoon, and uh, he he was well. He I had I had a feeder that had went out. I didn't know it had went out, but I saw him up there and I knew and he wasn't eating anything. I saw something drawn, but so he stayed out there for two two straight hours and he'd walk the fence line and then he would come back for the to the main gate where it opens up so when he, he walked off a little further out there in the pasture and i went over and opened that gate so he could come through the pasture i mean into the other pasture well he finally he finally got up to it and then uh something happened spooked and, and it's funny the way they i love watching them run because they don't run they hop well, they run too, but you know how they they hop like a no, no, like but then a black buck don't they kind of hop and spring loaded kind of like yeah they they got that antelope in them where they just look like Pepe Le Pew you know that doing yeah. doing doing <laughs> yeah that yeah was, that's a black buck <laughs> and, and seeing something that big do that was just you know, I've never seen that before so yeah. Yeah, but boy, he put he put some nice big tracks all over the uh, the ground was soft anyway. So, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's 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 been enjoyable seeing it for that long anyway. That's twice. You know, the one day was at the feeder for thirty minutes before he he left, and and then watching him out there then. And and the thing is, I called. I've got a couple. There's a lady next door and a lady on the left. One's on the left, one on the right. You know the place and i was able to call them and and tell them you know get your cameras out if you want to you you're, you'll probably never see this again and they stayed out there too that whole time videoing that deer and, and watching it so uh, unusual but uh, anyway oh well uh, <laughs> I, uh maybe maybe he'll make it a week or two but yeah i think you're right i don't he he may already be gone. 
Well, you know, was hopefully anyway. Well, what's what's the fishing on the coast like? Ah, it's it's spotty at best. I mean, the hardcore guys that are going every day and kind of keeping some kind of pattern, it, it's hit and miss. They're getting them one day and not the next, and it, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, sounds, it's you guys' like time that. of year. It's it it uh, if you go down south where it's warmer. You know, there it's a lot more consistent, and they're catching better fish yeah. and all that in the shallows. But uh, you know, in the middle of February, I mean, we should we should have a lot of fish shallow now. I and, and I for all all the boats that are on the water, I don't. A lot of them are hiding up in the trees or, or down in the creeks in the trees and. Mm. Uh, and and there's a couple of the coves, you know, normally normally on the north end or the north side of the lake, of course, where those where there's timber and boat cuts in it and and some little creeks that run through there that'll that'll hold those fish. Uh warmer for one thing. But uh I don't I don't know. It's it just it just seems like it's a little later this year maybe it could just be a few weeks or whatever but the the fish in january didn't do what i would normally think they would have done mm-hmm. which was was stacking up and and holding getting ready to go in so <clears throat> but to be fish you're catching the ones with the black spots on them so we know it's right and it's time but whether the whether the change in the grass and the structure that they normally in where the bait, you know, would yeah, you know. might be making them harder to target or something for them to hold to, or you know, it, it could be a lot of things. It's it's weird though. You're not popping in them eight and nine pounders yet, or nobody is that you're hearing about. That is strange. Yeah, it would sure be nice to hear what they surveyed and what they came up with. Because normally when they come up with a big fish, that's the first thing they start spouting out. Uh, how about a double digit, ten, eleven, or you know, well, it's not going to be twelve three because that's our, that's our what twelve two is your record here, mm. and that's been a long time. Boy, it has. I can't believe there hadn't been a legitimate, you know, lunker caught in that lake over all these years. Yeah, that's well, that was what ninety, ninety two. Yeah, it was long yeah, time some, ago. Some, something like that. So that's. And I'm just wondering if it was a Florida or one of them. The one of them got left in the ponds and got, you know, uh, uh, flooded. And, no telling. Uh, it's. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's going to bust wide open. I know it is. I mean, but, and you can tell by the amount of people that's fishing right now that hey, they know it's it, it's it's the time. Right. So, so we'll we'll. We'll get it together. I'll get it together. One or the other. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Well, all it takes is one more cast. Uh, exactly. Never know yeah, when well, a big nibble comes. <laughs> that's right. I mean, I, I tell everybody. I say, hey, you know, just like your morning's been, you never know what that next one's going to bring. And may, and you can't really tell the difference between a bite of a of a two pound fish and a an eight pound fish. So they may would bite it just as as light as anything, and that is another thing. The bite has been light. I mean, it's you've really you really got to pay attention to to well, what's going on. Next week ought to tell the tale. <laughs> you know, you got this front this weekend, then you're gonna yep. have a really good warm up next week, and with a full moon next weekend. So huh, mm. there ought to be some good ones moving in or thinking that, about it that, anyway. That normally that'll normally do it too. So, and I've got one of my guys that likes to fish by himself coming up then too. So, uh, he uh, he he just he just a good fisherman. So he'll 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 throw stuff and different stuff, and and we just have kind of a a, a good time that day. Right. Try out the new base, and that was it. I I tore into my boat yesterday. And can't imagine how many places there are in a twenty-foot boat to hide lures that I, that I haven't seen in ten years. I don't know how y'all years. keep up with all that stuff, man. It's, 
uh, it's amazing. I, I keep a few boxes of baits under the front seat, and maybe you know my leaning post is full of like soft plastics and jig heads and all that. Man, <laughs> you guys, you pop one of them hats yeah. open. I look in there, I'm lost. Going, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, well, and, and and you know how I feel about those deep diving crankbaits. I mean, and, and I still <laughs> I must have found twenty of them. In, in one compartment. Good God. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and as far as worms, I'll, I'll order. And then the next thing you know, I'll order some more. And then all of a sudden, well, I'll then find you'll them. find the ones that you thought you had, yep. but you ordered some anyway because you couldn't find them. And then, then you got multitudes <laughs> of them. I mean, I'm just as bad. I'm, yeah. I'm with you, brother. Yeah. Oh well. You'll use them so as long as you keep them in a good place. You'll use them sooner or later. But boy, all them juices that are in them kind of yeah. finally run out of that sack and make a big old mess. <laughs> uh, it gets messy. <laughs> oh well. All right, Bob. Well, like hey, buddy. <laughs> Hang in there, man. Yeah. Hope you bust a big one next week. If somebody uh wants to call you and come yeah. up and fish, how they get a hold of you, man. Yeah, that sounds good. It's two eight one four six zero nine two zero zero or Fayette County Bass dot com. Y'all have a great weekend. You take We're care. gonna do it. You do the same, Bob. Right. See you, man. All right. Later. All right, later. All right, that's Bob Green up on Fayette County. All right, it's time for a break or listen to the outdoor show. We'll be right back. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. It is 437 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down the road somewhere and check in with Captain Tommy Alexander with a new cell phone. Lake Conroe ate the last one. What's up, Tommy? <laughs> What's Tommy up, boy? Mickey? What's up, Mickey? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it was an adventure. Man, you don't really know. Like how much we depend on our cell phones these days. I know. Like, you know, I didn't have one for, I don't know, a couple of days, like two days. And it felt like, uh, it felt like you just, you know what I mean? It's just the weirdest thing in the world. It's, it's bad. It's actually, it's bad how much we depend on them. It's not a good thing. It felt like the end of the world for not having <laughs> one for two days. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the other one got eaten up by Lake Conroe. Man, I was Man. up there. I was running the trolling motor fishing, and I had it in my pocket of my jacket, and it went off. Someone had texted me. Right. I heard it go off, and I really wasn't fishing. I was actually I had the trolling motor on high, and I was moving up to a point, so I really wasn't fishing. So I, I was like, oh, I'm going to check this. So I took one hand in my pocket. Went to pull it out of my pocket, and when I did, it kind of hung on the jacket. Hung on the pocket and slung out of uh -huh. your hand. Hung on the pocket, slung on my like, – and get this. It slung out of my hand. It fell down, and it hit the carpet right in front of me and bounced like two foot, went into the water, and when it hit the water, it went down. I saw it on my live scope. <laughs> I saw it on my live You can see your phone. <laughs> yeah, I went right in front of the boat. I saw it on my live scope go straight to the bottom. Wow. Yeah, and it was gone. I was in about seven or eight foot of water. Oh, you should have dove in and got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, boy. So that was uh, that was on Thursday. When was that? That was on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. That was on Thursday. And then I had to fish again Friday, and they didn't have any of the phones in stock. It was, it was Friday night before I got the, the, the new phone. Right. Yeah. What a bummer. So, anyway, here I am. Luckily, I had it all backed up on that iCloud jump. Yeah, you got to put all your info yeah. on the cloud. That way, if you do lose it, you you know, once yep. you go buy a new phone, they can load all that on there for you. That's what it was. It took them like an hour to load it all on there because I had so much, so many photos and so much junk. Mm -hmm. But it took like an hour. That lady said, you got a lot of stuff on here. I said, yeah. Yes, ma'am, I do. But. 
Anyway, I'm back. Back in action. So, watching it rain, I guess. Supposed to, was supposed to fish today, but I guess I'm going to go to the fishing show now. Well, you had some decent fish yesterday, didn't you? You, you yes. fished yesterday, right? Yesterday, right. Yes. And uh, and Charlie fit, Charlie did too. Charlie had some really good ones in the morning. I didn't get out there right at daylight. He, he went at regular time. I didn't get out there at regular time. I was a little bit later, but he uh, – he he had them good. I mean, he had caught a bunch when I got out there. He had already caught a bunch, but and it was kind of a slow start. I didn't catch a few there for a little while, and uh, it, it it was slow. I caught a couple, two or three, and moved ground a little bit, and then and then boom! Finally, I got on them, and and when I did, I caught I caught a bunch. Yeah, it was a pretty good day. It ended up being pretty decent. Awesome. Pretty decent. I mean, the weather was perfect. It was. It was. It wasn't cold. It was. It was. You know, very. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Light winds and warm and over overcast. You know, it was, it was nice. Water temperature was like sixty, fifty-eight when I first got out there, and then when I left, it was sixty. Uh, but yeah, we caught everything on tails. Pretty good, pretty good, uh, pretty good trout. I mean, nothing big, but you know, decent, decent keeper trout. Definitely was uh, a good feeling to, to get out there and catch some. You know what I mean? What were we catching them on? Uh, the two best. I, we I went back and forth, but the two best things were the. Uh, well, I caught a couple. I'd say the coastal brew. You know, Blackwell's bait, that coastal brew, the dart, uh, that he, that, that new bait that he makes. Uh, have you seen that? No. The coastal brew, they're selling them at Waterloo and everywhere now. It's, uh, the Blackwell's make it. It's called coastal brew. It's a straight tail bait. Right. Anyway, I, I did the best probably on that. He's got a color called vanilla bean. I did the best on that. Uh, but I also caught some on a down south, a straight plum. Uh, straight plum, original down south. I caught some on that too. Those were yeah, the two that, that. that did the best. <laughs> yeah, plum. those were the two that did the best. Yeah, straight plum, no plum, no, no red plum. shad, and purple. I mean, imagine catching yeah. fish on those. Right. Does anybody even throw uh, the black one anymore? What was that called? What everybody used to call that? Black uh, morning glory. Morning glory, yeah. Yeah, I still throw it. You still yep, throw any I, of those roach? Yeah. Remember it was morning glory yeah. with the gold flake? Yeah, that's roach, yeah. Morning glory solid black with with, right. with, with flakes and a chartreuse tail. And then right. roach has got a black back with a gold gold bottom kind of. Right. Yeah. I throw both of them still actually. Uh I still throw that morning glory and that roach. I throw them a lot. Especially if the water's off colored, I'll throw them. I like to throw those when the water's a little off-colored. So, we did good. But, yeah, the, the Coastal Brew probably did the best yesterday. And then the, the regular old plum down south was, was the next best. And uh, and then that's it. I'm going to go to the fishing show today. Again, I went to it Wednesday. We were there Wednesday, and I'm going to go back today, I guess. And then uh, I'll be on Conroe the next three weekends in a row. I got Conroe tournaments for three weekends in a row. Man, three I'm in a row. That big brand, three in a row. That Brandon Belt is next weekend. Right. That big Brandon Belt, where I'm going to fish that. And then I'm going to fish that big bass tour, the three-day hourly one. That's the weekend mm-hmm. after. And then I think the weekend after that is the, the regular – conroe bass weekend series that i fish so it's like three weekends in a row i'll be on conroe uh, be, be be hitting that pretty hard and then i got a few saltwater trips in between i got one or two each week in the middle of the week and then and then i'll head to conroe and fish the weekends up there oh that's some back and forth man man next week okay so here get this <laughs> road next <warrior>. week <laughs> no look at this okay next week i've got on Monday, I've got a trip to Matagorda Monday. I've got a trip to Fayette 
on Tuesday, <laughs> back to Matagorda on Wednesday, and then to Conroe on Thursday. Well, good for you, not for me. Man. That's... So I'll be Fayette, Conroe, and Matagorda all three next week. Making the rounds, brother. Road warrior. Really, yeah, like I put Blaine, a lot of man. A lot of miles. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though, man. I used to do I, that I a lot. That. When I stayed booked a lot back in the day, I would uh, have like two on Sabine, come back and fish two or three on Trinity, back to Sabine for two or three, yeah. back to Trinity, you know, just back and forth. Yeah. Make your head swim. That's what I, that's, that's me. That's me. I love it, though. I love the bass fishing part of it. So, and this is that time of year, you know, here in a couple of months, I'll just, you know, it'll it'll kind of dissolve away and I'll be mostly all saltwater again. So, right. But I'm I'm doing the bass while I can, wintertime and spring. Get it out of my system a little bit. But everything right. looked good. I mean, everything in the bay looked good. That's good all to good. hear. Yeah. Well, man, you're a busy man. Hey, if somebody wants to give you a call, how do they get a hold of you, Tommy? Give them some info, brother. Yes, sir. They can uh, always look me up under Tommy Alexander on Facebook. But uh, just if you need to get a hold of me, give me a call or shoot me a text, leave a message, whatever, on my phone at 979-709-8242. Got it. All right, buddy. Well, Tommy, get some rest. Light them up. Uh I'll try. All right, bud. See you. Thank you, Tommy. Later, man. All right. That's Captain Tommy Alexander in Matagorda, Conroe, Fayette, wherever. He's there. All right. Let's run down south. Let's check in with Captain Brian Barrera this morning see what he's up to. Good morning, Brian. How are you, buddy? Pretty good, sir. Morning. How you doing? I couldn't be better. What's up with you, man? Oh, just moving around, moving around. Uh, Getting... We get ready for the day, although it's going to be uh, super rainy here. From what I saw, I'm just kind of waiting on it to come in. It's kind of coming in late. It's not really raining here just yet, but um, it's looking like some nasty weather the next two days. So it looks like I might have off of work. I got some friends in town. I'm supposed to be taking fishing, and we're on standby. All right. Well. We'll hope for the best, and I think they're in town till Wednesday anyway, so if we don't get Friday, Saturday, we're going to get the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So it'll be good. We're going to be doing a bunch of red fishing. That's what they like to do, so we're going to try to catch some, some trout and reds. And You've been doing pretty good on reds, hadn't you, on the flats? Been fishing shallow for them? Yes, sir. Redfish and trout, we've been doing pretty good. Pretty good uh, on the flats, you know, maybe two and a half foot or less on water. Drifting, mm-hmm. just hitting the potholes with either uh, mostly jigs, but sometimes corks and stuff like that, especially if it's a little deeper. Corks have been working pretty good. You know, we've been doing pretty good catching, you know, almost limits of fish, if not, you know, limiting out, but we've just been kind of releasing them the last couple of trips, so. It's hard to tell, but we've been catching quite a bit, and nothing like too huge, no monster trout, but we're getting some in the, you know, 24 to 26-inch range. Those are nice. Um, Those are good fish. Yep, yep. My girlfriend did catch uh, one that was like 27, 28 inches, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Earlier looking at radar the- down your way. Everything's staying just above you up there around Harlingen. And uh, it's just missing the coast. It's moving northeast. So, it's, I don't uh, know. It may not get, you know, way down to the coast right there where you're at. So, you may get lucky. That'd be nice. I wouldn't mind fishing today. Yeah. It, uh, but, um, right. yeah, we've been catching some snook and even a couple little juvenile tarpon lately, too. So, um, the tarpon have been kind of eating, uh, small suspending jerk bait just, I've been mm-hmm. kind of doing that for a little while I kind of spoke with you like that about that last week still kind of chasing them throwing that uh, went uh, 
fished a double yesterday and uh, snook fished in the morning, caught maybe eight snook. Biggest one was probably 31, smallest one was probably 25. Man, so we didn't put up fish. a lot of numbers, but we did catch a lot of good ones. Heavy fish. Uh, yeah, but the, they're fat. The we yeah, one of the ones we caught, I swore it was 33 inches or so, but it was just a really fat 31. It was just so swelled up, it made him look bigger, huh? <laughs> yep, dude was real acrobatic. It was a jumper, too, so it was awesome. fun. We caught a bunch of that, and once we got in from snook fishing, I had about a 30-minute break, and then we went. I went back out and caught a bunch of sheep's head. Sheep's head spawn is still happening, so if you get some live shrimp and run out to, like, any inlet around you or you've got some good uh, structure in about, you know, 12 feet of water or right. so near the inlet, uh, should be stacked up with some sheep's head right about now. So we've been going. It's been literally every cast. You're catching a big old sheep's head, so. Well, that's like jumping out of a Rolls Royce into a Volkswagen after snook fishing and then going to sheep heads. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And my boat's nice and clean from the snook, but once you start catching those spawning sheep's head, holy cow, oh, boy. they squirt something <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Every one of them squirts something. I have no idea what it is, but. Well, they're full. Yeah, they're just pretty dirty catching the sheep's head i hate it in time of year when them when our our trout are feeding on shad they're just swelled up with a man and you flip them in and they start shaking and they're puking up shad all over and then when you grab them to take them off they squirt that gray matter all over your boat and just boy yeah if you, if you catch a bunch of them your boat looks like a gut wagon when you get in I swear, I, thought, I think I told you this story before, but I almost got blinded by a sheep's head one time. Grabbed right in my eyeball. I grabbed oh, boy. It and it squirted right into my, like, my, uh, got around my sunglasses somehow. I could have swore crazy. I thought I was going to be blind for a little while. It was disgusting. Well. But. <laughs> Praying manis. <laughs> yeah. Spitting your eye. Uh, but <clears throat> I've been hanging at the jetties now, doing a bunch of stuff there. I've been hoping to catch some reds and stuff. I haven't been seeing any schools of redfish. Next time it's calm, I'm going to go try to get some red snapper. I'm right. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, there's some calm days next week. I think maybe it's Tuesday. So I was looking in the surf report, and I saw a couple of calm days next week. So I'm going to try to do some red fishing. Um, yeah, y'all are probably going to get hot down there next week. Gonna... They're calling for upper 70s to maybe 80 here during the week. So it'll be a lot warmer down there. Yep, if it, if it is, I'm going to I'm gonna give them a shot. I'm going to try to get out there and get some red snappers. It's pretty calm. I've got some, some new little GPS spots I've been wanting to, to go and look at, see what uh, he's warm, see what's hanging out on them. I've been wanting yeah. to eat some fried red snapper, so we'll give a shot and see what happens. I ain't no telling. The rest of the week is looking pretty simple. I'm pretty much uh, booked for flats fishing the next few days. Or the next yeah, week. it's funny you mention that. I just had a text from a listener said he looked at your calendar and it's pretty full. And he said, ask Brian... He wants to catch snook. He said, what's the best months out of the year to come down and catch snook where you can catch them, you know? So, um, to catch numbers of snook on artificial, if you're an artificial guy and you want to put up numbers, November through mid-April is the best time. Right. And if you want to throw, if you're trying to chase, like, a bigger snook, and you like to throw topwaters, then, you know, summertime is the time. If you don't right. mind using live bait, then summertime is the time also because usually we'll go around and throw topwaters all morning early, try to catch the big fish, and then once the sun comes up and it gets pretty hot, we'll start uh, throwing jigs, swim baits, and live bait if we need to. That's kind of a summer thing. Uh, like I said, wintertime, we're throwing all artificials and, Right, putting up generally more numbers, not as big a fish, but still catching fish into the mid thirties. 
summertime, you know, sometimes I'll get 38 inches and stuff, especially on live bait. But yeah, wasn't it last yeah. year y'all had one like 39 and a half or something? Kelly caught one or yeah, right my at 40 caught inches. One, caught one during in fall actually. Those uh, 39 inches on a top water. Man, what a fish! Yep, and I am pretty booked up, but I do have some openings in uh, April, May. And well, November plus you got some other guys that work with you that are good fishermen too. I know one of my friends he tried to get you, but you were booked, and you turned him on to another guy, a friend of yours, and he had a great trip. So, yes, sir, my work. my best friend Luis, uh, he knows. Yeah, he knows that was his all name, my spots. Luis, yeah, me and him go out together, and uh, so he knows all my spots. So he's the only person that I'll send a snook trip to because he's the only one I trust. Right, uh, I understand. <laughs> so he'll take he'll take care of, of some yeah. of the sickos if we need to. But like I said, I probably still do have maybe uh, twenty days left this year. Or so I cool. get booked really far in advance. I'm blessed, but I always try to make room for the early morning sickos. So got you, brother. Well, we appreciate it. Well, Brian, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and get booked up with you, give them some info how they can do that. Sure. Uh, direct call or text would be the fastest, area code 956-755-9413, or you could check out the website, inshorefishingsouthpadre.com. All right, buddy. Well, Brian, you have a good weekend. Hope the weather will hold up north of you and you can get out today. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you. All right, buddy. See you, man. All right, that's Captain Brian Barrera down in South Padre. It's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show as you're here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 